Fighting the enemy. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Gergesites, the Amishites, y'all know those. Verse 2. And when the Lord your God delivers you over, delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy to them. Now, for those of you that are here for the first time tonight and you have not heard any of this message, this scripture, we've gone back in the Hebrew and looked at every one of these ites, the Hivites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, so on and so on, and have been getting the Hebrew word for what those are. If you would, Mikey, go on. Is it Mikey or Blake? Blake, go on to the next one. Um, the Hittite. You look it up as a spirit of fear or dread. And again, it's not, a, it's not an afraid spirit. It is using fear tactics to, to try to control someone, to try to get them to do what you want them to do, using anger, using fear. And men, a lot of times, will do this. Women will do it also. But I have found myself doing this with my children sometimes, you know, rearing up and saying, I am the dad. You will do this, and you're going to like it. Can anybody relate? And I'm going to scare you, and they're like, I'm scared. And then they do it. And it reinforces this tactic. There's another way to do it. There is a way to lead your children. It is not through fear. Everybody say amen. Okay. The Gurdjieffite. Ignorance, inability to comprehend. We saw that this is a spirit that sometimes keeps you from learning. I don't know if you have ever studied the Word, and you come away from it and say, I didn't get anything from that. And then you do it the next day. I'm still not getting anything. Nothing, nothing. And this is not, again, church, this is not hereditary. This is not genetics. This is a spirit that wants to hold you back. Now I want you to know you have the mind of Christ. The Holy Spirit tells us, the Word tells us that the Holy Spirit is the teacher. And that we are created to be able to learn from the Holy Spirit. So we should learn from His Word. So, do you battle this? The Amorite, a spirit of pride. I want you to know what kept me from doing Dave Ramsey for years and years and years was pride. Sat there and thought, I'm not going to go in those classes. This is my church. I'm a business major. I own businesses. I know this stuff, and I at least should look like I know this stuff. I'm not going to go in there and sit in there and do that. You know what that was? That was Satan trying to hold, keep a hold of my money. The love of money is the root of all evil. Satan had me in my money. I wasn't going nuts. I wasn't going to Vegas and gambling it all away, but I was a bad steward. A spirit of pride was hanging on to me until I just finally said, enough of that. I'm going. I don't care who's in there. I don't care who hears what my financial situation is. Do I want to get free or not? I want free. Well, then I'm going to have to have, as Dave Ramsey puts it, gazelle-like intensity. Give it everything I've got to get free. And it works. Canaanite, spirit of compromise. Anybody here battle this one? I would think we all battle this one. Next one, parasite, spirit of power and control. Using control to try to uh, get what you want. A little bit of manipulation, even though tonight we're looking at one that has to do with manipulation too. And then finally is, was the Hiphite, which is a spirit of depression or push down. Now, I want to say again, this is not for you to label your neighbor. When we do these personality testings, it is not so that you can figure out what your neighbor is. It's to figure out what you are. You're going to know what your neighbor is. 
It took us one minute to be able to figure out what, what we were as a staff. We could all nail everybody. You're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. Then we took the test and we realized we were pretty close. If y'all want to know, if you want to go look it up, I am a D. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Ron. I am a D and it's ridiculous. It's, it's, if it could be off the chart, it would be, but I'm not. I am what God made me to be. All right, tonight. So what I want to say is, look at you. Are you battling these? Tonight, the Jebusite. The Jebusite. Jezebel discouragement. This is the last of the seven enemies, the Jebusite. This word comes from the Hebrew that means trodden, threshing floor, to walk on, to disregard. Again, those of you that are new, if you go to a Strong's Concordance, look up these numbers in the Hebrew, you will see these words. I'm not just making this up. The enemy will cause a Christian to walk all, o- all over other, others' feelings and to disregard their need. In other words, these Jezebels are usurpers, controllers, and manipulators. The, Jezeb- the, the Jebusite will cause a man or woman to try to dominate or place themselves over another and will try to take their place, take another's place subtly and deceitfully. They will violate the will and the volition of another in order to control them. This is a spirit of Jezebel, a spirit of deception, a spirit of discernment, discouragement. Christians that have this Jebusite in their land are quick to despise and degrade others. Now, let me, let me stop again. I'm going to go back to Deuteronomy chapter 7. Whatever you do, when someone is preaching the Word, try immediately to, start to, to apply it to yourself. You need to allow it to come into your heart. We, we need the Word to come into our heart. Now, this Jebusite, it says that these enemies that we face are greater than us. They're bigger than us. Without God, they will win over us. But that the Lord has delivered them to us, but we must conquer them. So if you have a problem manipulating people, controlling people, deceiving people, I want you to know you can get free. I want you to know if you have a lying spirit, you can be free of a lying spirit. Uh, We see children... Um, today uh, in, in, in the public, in, in our circles that just lie after lie after lie after lie. And it's a spirit. It's a spirit. Satan is the father of all lies. And the great thing is they can be free. There is a way to be free. If you're battling manipulation, I want you to know that domination, manipulation, and intimidation are all witchcraft. And the forces that we fight are not flesh and blood, but they are demonic spirits trying to hold us down. And you can't get free except by His Word by his, or by His Spirit. You can't. You can't get free of it. They're bigger than you. They're stronger than you. They are more than you. 
someone battling a, Je a, a Jebusite have no respect for other human beings. They tread on people as if they're, they were the ground under their feet. And they treat people as stepping stones for their desires. Just because you may be able to get others to do what you want them to do, it doesn't mean that you have the right to do so. It's something that D's or administrators really have to watch out with in my personality is just because I can get you to do something doesn't mean I have that right. Children have got to be taught to respect the lives and the feelings of others. They must be taught to respect authorities and the property of others. We see today children just steal without any um, guilt, without any conviction, only if they get caught. There was a study done years, a few years ago that, that teenagers believe that as long as they don't get caught, it's not wrong. That's a worldview that they have been taught. Just don't get caught. As long as you don't get caught, what you're doing isn't wrong. The parents have to teach. Parents, you have to teach. And you know what? I want to encourage you. You can still get through. If they're older, it's going to be harder. But you can. Do you know why? Because God is in your camp. And you have been given authority to lead your children. Some people you've not been given authority over. And we try to lead them sometimes and it becomes controlling. But you've been given authority, parents, over your children. And, God, and the Word tells us that authority has been placed by God for the person under that authority. But the worst thing can happen when authority doesn't take authority. What happens? Those under rise up. And you've got a messed up system. Parents, we got to get here. And get here in love. Jebusites are violators. They impose and infringe on others' lives and conversations. They are trespassers. They have no respect for another's calling or anointing or the way they live. They disdain everything. Quick to find fault, accuse, judge, criticize, ridicule someone else. Jebusites believe they have the right to impose their way of doing things upon others, even upon God. So many times, someone battling this has a hard time adjusting to the way God wants to do things. They always have a better idea. Now, I know it's easy to start thinking, ooh, I know who that is. That's them. Now, I want you to ask you, do you battle it? You know, if, if I stopped and looked at all seven, at some point in my life, I have battled all of them. Some of them I, I battle today. Others I don't battle as much. But just give it a day or two. They'll probably show up and try to take, take over the land again. Have you ever noticed if you leave food out on your floor, ants will show up? I never have really understood that. They just show up from where'd they come from? How did they know to come out? Where, where, were they there all along? I just didn't see them. You know, we've got to clean the food up. Something we try to teach our kids, get this food up out of the car, get this food up out from underneath the couch because we'll get bugs. Have you got rats? 
in your life? So many times we fight off the rats but leave the trash. Let's get rid of the trash. We can keep getting rid of the the rats, but they'll just come back. And it's hard to kill a rat. Get rid of the trash. And we have it. I want you to know God will not override our free will. Hear me. He will even allow His dearest creation to go to hell for eternity if they choose. There are part of His creation that will go to hell. This is because God respects us too much to trample on our will. Jebusites have no such respect for the will of others, so they have no problem manipulating the free will of others for their benefit. Let me give you a couple examples. Cult leaders battle this. Even sales, people in sales that allow it to go over the top, controlling and manipulating others. I, I, I even hate to share this. I'm going to share it anyway. We're in the market to buy another car. Hallelujah. I got another 16-year-old about to turn 16 in May. Is that on the prayer list? It needs to be for you and for me. Another, another teenage driver. He's a great driver. He's going to do great. Pete. But we went out looking for cars, and I'm not going to tell you where. And uh, we see a car, and once we heard what year it was, we knew it was going to be too expensive. And here comes a salesperson. And he starts saying, well, lease a car. I'm like, no, we're not going to lease. We do Dave Ramsey. We're not going to lease. Oh, he leases. That's what he said. I got a friend, and I know he leases cars. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't care what he does. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But we're not going to lease. And he starts giving me the prices of the lease. And Elizabeth and I are both standing there saying, we're not going into debt. We're not going to lease. And he wouldn't stop. And I finally, the guy is standing right in front of me. And I said, I'm done with this. Let's go. I mean, he's standing there still talking about the lease. And she just smiled and got in the car. Normally, she would have gotten offended and like, oh, no, we can't do that. Be be respectful. And she said, I love you because you just, you're just going to say it like it is. And she would never have done that. She's kind of learned who I am and realized I'm not mad, but I'm here to buy a car. Will you sell me a car? Not sell me the way you want me to buy. Sell it the way I want to buy. The Lord wants to meet you where you are. He died for you where you are. He didn't wait for you to come where he was. Thank God. He found you where you were, knowing full well. And I wanted to say to this guy, we want to buy a car. Would you just be quiet and let us figure out what we want? And let us buy it the way we want. We will pay with cash. It's going to be cheap. You're going to give us a deal. But we'll give you cash. Shut up. But instead, why would I get in a fight with him? I'm just going to leave. This is not the relationship I'm looking for. We'll go somewhere else. 
what you don't realize is that you've got that spirit right in your household, right in your heart that you have to drive off. You have to leave. You have to force out. I'm not going to behave like this anymore. The Lord does not manipulate us. He does not control us. We should be as cautious of violating a free will of someone else and should think of it equally as sin from the Word of God. It is witchcraft to try to control the will of another. Rebellion or dis- disregarding the ways of God will always lead you to this sin. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Can you please not run off from the Scripture? Don't anybody raise their hand. Who here is stubborn? Who here is stubborn with God? Stubborn in your marriage. Stubborn at your job. Who here is rebellious? Can I speak from experience? I was, I was the definition of rebellion. Why did I do the things I did as a youth? Because I was told not to. Not because I wanted to. It just interest, interested me because I was told I couldn't. How stupid is that? That was rebellion. And that was the same as witchcraft. And I had parents, I had spirit-filled parents, loved me, prayed over me, warred for me. And let me tell you, I still battled. Many of you knew me then. I ran into Mary Martin today, a, a high school teacher in English. She goes, I remember you in junior high, and I wanted to run. And she said, the funny thing is, I don't remember the bad stuff. And I said, isn't that just how God works? He just washes that clean to where we can still have relationship with each other. And she's like, where are your kids? I want to meet your kids. She was genuinely glad to to reacquaint. I was so rebellious. Stubbornness. That's been me too. Idolatry. Man, I would never think of me and my life and my walk with the Lord ever dealing with idolatry. I mean, I, I've, I've had issues with music and just like any other teenager, video games and that sort of thing. But I, stubbornness. I have been stubborn as a husband. I've been stubborn as a pastor. What is stubborn? It's hard. You're hard-hearted. You won't move. You won't allow the Lord to move you. I'm trying to relate with you and show you so that you may take a chance at relating to what the Lord's trying to speak to you tonight. Believe me, I have battled a Jebusite spirit. Matthew 7. Don't give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet. And tear you into pieces. Hebrews 10, 29. Oh, how much worse punishment do you suppose will, will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot 
counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified as a common thing and insulted the spirit of grace. Man, I want to be so far away from that. I'm going to summarize everything next week, and we're going to um, maybe do something a little bit different. Um, as I pray for you and as, as we go home, can I, can I just ask you, take these seven ites from, from uh, Deuteronomy chapter, uh, what was it, chapter 7, and ask the Lord this week, Lord, what am I battling? These things are so subtle, you don't even know they're there. Someone once told me, the moment you think you can't be deceived, you're there. Satan is subtle. He doesn't come in and say, hello, I'm Satan, here I am. Why? Because we'd go get the word out, we'd go get some friends and we'd beat him up. He sneaks in, he sneaks into marriages, he sneaks in between you and God. And these compromise pride, discouragement, depression, spirit of control and manipulation, anger and fear. It's how he's having to, it's how Satan's able to have victory in your, in your life, and you don't even know it. I want to be free. I want to be free. Do you want to be free? You are going to have to fight. He has delivered these over to us, but we are supposed to conquer them. He's done all the work. We've just got to go and clean up the mess. We all be praying this week for the Lord to show you. And next week we're going to pray a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit. And we're going to get after these things. Don't be afraid to come. We're not going to get weird. We are weird. We're just going to be who we are. Anybody here weird? Those of you that didn't raise your hands, y'all are really the weird ones. <laughs> but don't give up. You're going to see from Sunday morning a big scripture that the Lord's given us is we're going to win if we just won't give up. Don't give up. Come back next Wednesday night and let's, let's pray these things out. Amen? Amen. Stand up with me and let me bless you. Father, in Jesus' name, I just speak blessing over this congregation tonight, Lord. That we would have victory over our enemy. That it would start tonight. That we would go to the Word. Church, I want to encourage you that when Satan came against Jesus, Jesus fought Satan with the Word. Jesus, the Son of God, fought Satan with the Word. Father, I thank you that as we go to your word and we start fighting with your word, Lord, your word tells us we will win. Winning is in our future. Winning in our personal minds, our, our mental issues, we're going to win. In our marriages, we're going to win. In our families, in our children, we're going to win. Your word says that our seed shall possess the gates of the enemy. We've got winning in our future. Let us go home and be in your word. Let us go home and break bread with our spouse and let us grow together. And Lord, let us win. 
Your word is a word of victory, not of failure. Your word is a word of life, not of death. Your word is a word of hope and of joy, not of sadness. It's a word of healing, not of sickness. It's a word of victory, not of failure. Let us go home and be victorious. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their ways, I will hear them from heaven and I will answer them and I will heal their land. I will forgive them of those trespasses. And we will have a land that's healed. Thank you, Lord. Victory this week. Let us come back be ready to pray. Lord, I ask you that you would just begin to show us who we are. Lord, I need to know who I am in Christ. I need to know why you made me like you made me. And Lord, I need to know why my neighbor is made like they're made. And how do we fit? Father, I can feel a spirit of unity coming. I can feel the body coming together and us being, Lord, this being a house of power, this being a house of prayer, this being a house of breakthrough, of love and joy and fun and freedom. Bless us, Lord. Take us home safe. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you Sunday, 915 Sunday School. Everybody come.